You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. You can tweet it. Tweet my Twitch. Swipe up. <laughs> tweet my Twitch. Sounds like something. Are we good right here, Chucky? Is that blue? This is good. I like streaming this. Yeah! Y'all know it is the highest host, Adam Ill, right here, chilling out. Hey, studio, shout out to Andrew of the Building. Shout out to all y'all tuning in, too. Y'all could be anywhere in the world doing whatever you want, and you're here right with me right now. We're gonna make it happen. It's been a fucking crazy week. There's a lot of shit going on, there's a lot of things coming up. But uh, it's not about, that's not important right now. If you want to hear the day-to-day, you can go to the social media, you know, follow that shit again. Hi, with you already know it because you're here right now. Unless you just stumbled upon this uh, channel right now if you're watching this on YouTube because uh, I think we're streaming live on Twitch. I got uh, a longtime friend, uh, a, a guy I've been throwing events with for, it's been half a decade, I think over half a decade now. Mm. Uh, uh, we, it, it, we'll get into it, but my boy Tim Brown, Mr. Secret Sesh, out here. Chilling out. How you feeling today? Feeling fantastic, man. You Excited, did you uh, to hang out with you? I, I think this is the first time. Like I feel like I've known you for way too long to not have you come on any of my shows. Um, what? I did. I did some short, short little little things with you on your live show, but nothing, nothing like oh, podcast the, yeah. or anything like that. Because I remember when, like when we first started hanging out and uh, back in the Headroom Gallery days, you know, the secret little hash bar that we were at, that mm. you were manager. I started doing my show there. Uh, you were really like not a camera person or uh, interview person. You didn't really like to talk to anybody and then throughout the years, like all of a sudden, you're on these panels now. You're like speaking at these seminars about events and, and how to throw events and getting put up in front of like hundreds of people to talk. I'm like, damn, is that really Tim? My hands are getting Spe- sweaty. Speaking about shit? Like, how, how is that How is that feeling now? Because from the first time I met you to now, I feel like you've matured a whole lot. You've gained a lot of knowledge. Yeah, um, I, I still definitely dislike it. I'm, I'm uncomfortable <laughs> now, to be completely honest. <laughs> My hands are sweaty. Well, you, you um, stream every day. What you mean? You talk yeah, in front yeah, of people. Yeah, 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 but it's, I don't know. It's... It's a little different on Twitch. Um, it's a little more, a little more intimate, you know. I, I interact with them very closely, um, and, and I get to know them a little more. But with, with like being on stage and being on these seminars, it's there's no interaction. It's just me speaking to a few hundred people, and it's it's and well, them taking notes on what yeah, you're talking because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're because I I've been in those situations too, like. <laughs> I can obviously can be on a stage in front of thousands of people, talk to them, whatever, turn them Facts. up, be comfortable, like it's nothing. But then when I sit in a small room with like you know less than fifty people and they're like in t- like paying attention to what I'm saying because we're it's like a seminar or some shit. It's like a totally different vibe. And you're like, yo, Definitely. I can't be like, let's turn up, let's go. It's like, well, so the next thing I did, you no, gotta it, be real serious. It almost feels like they're they're judging your your words a, a little more uh, heavily. So it's just a little more pressure, definitely. Well, it's just us now and a couple of our close friends in the building. I know, yeah, you're yeah. I know John is in here with uh, reading some comments, so if anyone says anything, we could ask him. But uh, I just want to know about Tim Brown, because I know a lot of Ooh. people know you as Secret Sesh. I know we've all had a road. Like like I say all the time, there's two things that are guaranteed in life is you're born and then you die. 
and then whatever you do in between is what you make of it. And we've all had our obstacles. We all do our own things. There's turns we take that we shouldn't have. There's directions that we excel at. So, like, how how where are you from originally, though? Where do people know that too? Um, I don't know. I've never really. I mean, I'm behind the scenes guy. I don't yeah. really. I don't like right now. Again, I'm just like, oh man, we're about to go in. We go in. Huh? We gonna find out too. Because um, I so, remember, weren't you like a? a I'm gonna get into it, but you were like a star quarterback at high school or some that's, shit. That's definitely reaching. Very reaching. Uh, I played football, but I don't know if star anything should you be mentioned. I, I, you're humble. I get it, bro. It's cool. No, that's just reality. You didn't start. You didn't start as quarterback. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? You're starting quarterback. Why are you selling yourself short, Tim? Definitely. No, you said star. There's a difference. There's if you're starting, you're the star. Mm. If you're start, who was the star on the team? Like when people went to the. I would say our, our running back core was definitely the Boom. star of the team. And, and who initiated those plays to the running back? I, I definitely <laughs> handed them the ball very well. I know there's a team. You got well. you got the quarterback, you got the line, <laughs> you got the running back. But, you know, I appreciate you're it. the I captain, it. Tim. But it was fun. High school was definitely fun. Did, did some football stuff. Were um, you a good student? Um, I, I did school a little differently than, than most people. Um, you know, I played sports during football season, and I did the normal public school. Um, but when it wasn't sports and football season, I did homeschooling at OFL. Um, so, so I didn't do school all year long. Um, I spent half the school year in public school, and I spent half the school year selling weed and doing packets at OFL. What's OFL? Is that like a opportunities young... for learning? It's oh. like a, it's a homeschooling. You know, it's it's uh, okay. I yeah. thought OFL was like a little NFL fucking school that you go to. You're like, <laughs> oh, when it was football season, <laughs> I was at school. When it wasn't football, I was at OFL studying football. No, and no, I was no, no. Out no. here throwing touchdowns and getting running backs. Is the running back a star now? Is he? Did he play professional? Or? No, 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 no. Uh-huh. No one from our school, definitely not. Yeah. What, where was it? What's where, where'd you go? Uh, Cleveland High School. Well, eight one eight. Say it backwards. That's baby. right. Definitely. Not, I think uh, my high school beat your high school a couple times too. But. Uh, probably often. Probably often. <laughs> we, we yeah, I don't think anyone came games. out of Cleveland. I would say zero. Yeah. I, would say zero I don't think people. they were. Fun time though. I, 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 had a, I had a good time. So you were selling weed in high school already? Yeah, yeah. I started selling weed like the, the first. I, I smoked weed. Decided I'm not paying for this. Started selling weed. That's next, right. Next week. Smart. How old were you? What was the first age? Thirteen. And at thirteen, you're like. I was like, we're, we're not buying this. This is a joke. But you enjoyed it. You're like, I loved it. Who got you high? <sighs> Couldn't tell you a name. Was it um, like a friend, a family? Yeah, name? it was a friend. Um, we were actually, <laughs> I know exactly where we were. It was behind my grandmother's house. There's an alley. It was an alley where like everyone from the middle school, if you had like a disagreement, you were going to fight. That's the alley. This is the alley. Behind, gram- behind it, your grandma's it was, house. It was a block away from the school. It was the first yeah. alley. So, so you were involved with all the Yeah, I remember drama. sitting on top of the, the fence, looking down the fight, kid passing me some weed. What? It's a good time. While the fight, you're like, yeah, we were watching, dude. That's why. And what do I do now? UFC and smoking weed. Smoking weed. I know you be full doing. circle. <laughs> well, we're gonna get, we're gonna get to that because. Uh, <laughs> so you're in your yard. You just, you're like, up oh, three o'clock. Fools are about to fight. Let me go watch this shit. I don't know if it was a regular occurrence, but whenever it did happen, it was, it was in the back, back area in the alley. Yeah. And, and you had no hesitation when they passed you the weed. You're just like, fuck it. I think it was kind of a peer pressure thing. I'm like, hey, man, if I don't hit this, am I going to be the next one in the fight? <laughs> <laughs> Big alley brawls. Let's go. <laughs> so uh, uh, you just hit it. Not so, just okay. No. I don't even remember if I got high that first time. You know, I definitely hit it just to hit it. Um, but I know that I liked the the social aspect of it. It was, it was a social thing to do. Um, we weren't just... Getting high to get high, I think it was more of a. Let's it was out. a community. It was like yeah. a, a big group thing back then. Now, it, like the culture totally changed, and we're going to talk about that because transitioning from uh, the, the most legendary events that uh, you curated, that uh, you know we conceptualized the secret sesh, 
and uh, uh, what it is now is just so crazy. So here you are in high school. You're slinging weed now, right? You started at 13. That's like middle school, right? Yeah, yeah, 13 yeah. Is middle, or junior high, middle school. Something like that. And then you, you start smoking weed in middle school. Then you hit high school. Were you athletic your whole life? Were you? How did you get involved in football? Were you? Um, I never played football uh, being younger. Um, I played hockey since I was a you know, since I could walk. Hockey's kind of like football on skates. Yeah, yeah you know, it's, it's a physical sport. Um, yeah. So I think that, that was an easy transition. <laughs> a little transition. bit more fast-paced. Yeah, it was, it was a little, it was an easy transition uh, being at a physical sport, but um, always been athletic, always been into, I think more competitive than athletic. Um, you like to win. I just want to be the best. I don't care what it is. It could be a video game. It could be, let's. are we going to race? Are we counting to 100 the fastest? Like, I'm going to beat you. I like that. It's so good. It's, I, I have that that fucking. It's fun. Yeah. Keep showing you your talk toes. shit. Like even though you know you're not good, you just talk shit just yeah, to bring make it, it fun. Like let's go. Bring it. What? I can't shoot again. Chess. But let's run it. it. Like let's go. In. What dominoes? Well, dominoes. I'm do- dominoes. I'm, you're gonna win. I'm I'm pretty confident I'm in my domino skills, and I'll challenge anybody who wants to play. I got bones in the car if you don't. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember because we used to like. Have races like foot races and yeah, do like no, 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 stupid definitely. competitive little games. Because the first time I met you, let me let some people. I don't know if people know this shit, but uh, the first time I met Tim, uh, what started our our little whole relationship is there was this hash lounge in the valley, mm-hmm. and they used to do these secret comedy. They used to do comedy nights. It was just like a secret little back room. Uh, no, if you knew, you knew kind of vibe. It was like a little secret door to get there. It was in like a regular shop and. It's just like the movies you see, just like any speakeasy you see, it's like literally uh, like a movie. It's just like there's a regular business in front, and then you know you go turn around the corner, and then like look at this display, and you just push this display a certain way, a door opens. And it's you're honestly like, what the, the coolest thing in the world. And you just walk down this hallway, and then beyond these curtains is just a fucking lounge of people just smoking and chilling and hanging out and living life. It was just fucking great. So uh, what they started doing was was comedy nights, mm. and they had like. They have crazy comedians though, like Anthony Jeselnik was there, Leslie Jones was in there, fucking uh, uh, Gallagher pulled up. There were so many crazy like headliners that would come there because it was just a crazy vibe. We would just be smoking and watching comedians. No, no, it was a great time, and I got to hang out and smoke with Leslie on a regular basis there. She was, she, yeah, she was a regular there. She was like, I, I, was, I, I was a worker, and I got, I was. She's so, on. She's a f- major actor now. Like, yeah, it she's was like amazing. a big. She's a cool A-list spot. now. Uh, yeah, it was crazy because I remember you used to just come and hang out, and then you ended up getting employed. By yes, there. exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah definitely. That's, I remember, that's how I've always gotten my jobs. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's <laughs> like, "Oh, look, it's cannabis community. Oh, look, that's that's cannabis community. He has a shitload of followers." <laughs> when that shit, when that shit was rare, but it's uh, we were doing that shit. We're doing that shit. I know there's some questions at Twitch. I'm gonna get to it. Uh, and then that's when I started bringing my podcast. To that studio, and then yeah, you we started, started shooting it there, which was yeah. amazing. That we was started awesome. hanging out. We started fucking vibing, talking about shit. We had things in common. We both loved getting high. It was like a great foundation to build a friendship. And then uh, we just started working together, and things happen with places, and they don't last. And that thing that you build kind of just disappears. But you know, you build friendships out of it. And then uh, Tim and I were hanging out, and we Tim was like, "Why don't we just do it on our own?" Fucking just created. We have all our friends, and uh, I think the first event that we did, you did, you coordinated and got everyone involved was uh, it was at a glass blower studio, and it was just like we had like three or four tables that just had some weed. 
Yeah, and it was like a super, couple people. Small. Um, <laughs> I think there was twelve people at the first one. Um, was that Jamie Kravitz fucking glass studio? Shout out that dude for letting me do it there. Um, it was tiny, you know. Um, it was like like <clears throat> a twenty by twenty. No, I'm talking like it like essentially a garage. <laughs> yeah, that's what, like this tiny. Um, and I cleaned it all up that day because it was a fucking wreck. So I literally swept that place, moved it around so 10 people could hang out and sit comfortably and let people know, hey, this is our new spot. We're hanging out. And it it worked. Like people showed up and wanted to hang out because there wasn't, back then there just wasn't a place to hang out beside your house. Yeah. Or the park. Or back then it wasn't as free as it is now. Correct. You kind of still had to walk a couple Blocks away from Main Street. Now yeah. people just smoke in restaurant fucking patios. Yeah, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> you have a question? Is there a question on Twitch? Alright. Uh, I don't know if your mic's on. I don't think it is. I, I don't know if your mic's on. Here, we'll get Andrew here. We'll get we'll get to those questions. We'll compile those questions and then we'll get to them in a minute. Yeah, we got you. We got you. I don't know if the mic's on. So uh you, we start the first one. We're like, yo, people showed up, people liked it. We're hanging out. And then eventually it's just like it evolves. Like 15 people turn into 30 people, 30 people turn into 60. Yeah. And like we're like, yo, we need some different spaces. And then we're like, start finding venues. And it's like, well, what do we tell people? Yeah, we're having like a fucking smoking event and we're going to have like 300 people show up and (laughs) like 15 tables of product. And uh, we're just going to hang out. And we, I mean, at first, the secret sesh, you know, it was email list. You had to get on the list. You had to respond in time. It was like a certain amount of people can only come. You have to pay to get in. It was like super exclusive. No one really knew about it unless you were a real smoker. And the brands that would come were fucking, you know, now they're fucking award-winning. There's some massive brands. Yeah, just to name a few, like, uh, you know, like uh, uh, Moxie, Guild. Nature's Lab, uh, Nature's Lab, tickets, Nameless. Uh, uh, just so I mean, many awesome the people. brands keep going and going. And I feel bad because I'm not gonna say a couple. There's they're so gonna be many mad awesome at me. People, but uh, it just started evolving, and the email list got big. It started getting even more packed. People just started kind of making making it more than what it was. So we just had to evolve and go with it. And from being a private close event, we found a venue. This is like maybe within the first year. This is the venue within. You get cough, bro. Don't be scared. We got a live, a live studio audience here. We're smoking. It's fine. It's real life. Uh, we had to find venues, and then we find an, a venue that's good enough to hold a couple, you know, like two thousand people, and have room for for enough vendors that want to come. And this is like you know before weed was legal. This is kind of like it's on the legal side medically, Prop two fifteen, and they're still yeah. kind of. Things that you could do to make these events uh, work. Well, in like Prop 215, we were we were as legal as it could possibly be with Secret Sesh. You know, there was there was definitely other people just throwing events. Um, but the way I did it is oh, we're gonna get into that. No, yeah, we're, we're we, we formed that. a like right away. I formed a cooperative corporation um, under Prop 215 in California. It was like a legal dispensary. And I had I I still have the paperwork. Um, we have. I think 4,500 members signed up to our collective. Yee! 
um, with their their doctor's recommendation, their ID, they signed just all like, valid. Just like you would go to a dispensary. We were a dispensary for yeah. three or four years. We were just a mobile, uh, like a mobile pop, like a part. We were just a one day a week dispensary. That's curated what. brands. Uh, exactly. We would pick who we wanted, and it just you know, all of a sudden people start. So it was great. It was a great time. We had celebrities pull up all the time. Brands wanted to be involved. People were shooting music videos there. People wanted to just be a part of the scene. Mm. And, and what happens when, you know, you're out here creating something amazing that a lot of people want to be involved, you have other people that are like, oh, well, I can do that shit too. Uh, let me let me do it my way. And it's fucking awesome. That's what America's for. It's fucking, you know, it's free. It's capital. That's why we're here. But it and definitely made when that first started happening. That that pissed me off. There, there's there, I didn't know how to handle it. But there's there's right ways and wrong ways to do things though. Like a lot of these things were created out of spite. They yeah. they they weren't like oh well you know you guys are in L.A. I'm gonna do one in San Bernardino and maybe we could work together because you know SoCal is big and we could like you know work with all these brands and and be family and mm-hmm. keep the community. But what happens is you get egos that get involved and mm-hmm. people think that you know they're better than you or people act a certain way to not not be welcomed at events because you know with every bar every restaurant every place you go to people get 86 and it's yeah, just definitely. you know it's sometimes people act a certain way and you're like yo you know we don't like that behavior you did some shit we can't have you here anymore and some people take it real personal and don't know how to act and other people are like all right i get it whatever i fucked up but what happens is is a lot of things start getting created that are trying to copy and throw shade instead of working together and it just created a lot of tension within the community which i think kind of started fucking up people's relationships and turning this community uh uh, because like i say all the time the community has turned into an industry Mm. but now i feel like it's a circus because there's so many clowns involved that's a good analogy that's a good analogy (laughs) you got all these fucking culture vultures that are just making it a circus but uh all these events which is great like it's that there's so many no not not i i appreciate that there's a million other events because it Shows why Secret Sesh is the best event because um, we do things yeah. just Boom. at a different level. Um, it, it's our attention to detail, the the staff that we have, the people we we work with, um, our vendors. It, it's always a step above, and I'm five years ahead of everyone else. I'm, what? I'm thinking. I'm not thinking about our our next event. You know, that's that's already planned. That's done. Yeah. I'm thinking about. Five years from now. I think I think uh, the Secret Sesh is the first kind of uh, traditional market event that has transitioned into being a compliant event and being able to do everything legally. Um, there's, I, I think there's a couple other, but but I definitely think that there were one of few uh, that decided to do it. Um, a lot of people went and got, there's two licenses you need to throw it. A lot of people went and got this, their first one and, and started throwing you know, Prop 215 events, but put a little license tag on their Instagram and, and pretending that it's legal. Um, and we, we decided to stop all of our weekly events in 2018 and just go completely compliant. And it's just, it's, yes. it's been a road. It's been a road, yes. man. And we're going to talk about that. But before we get into all that, I want to ask a couple questions because I know we got a couple questions from the Twitch audience that we didn't get to earlier. So I'm going to do this. I used to do a, a, my stream, my show live, but it gets crazy when uh, you stream shows live and you got comments to read and there's all sorts oh, man, of shit happening. When it I gets, stream, it's fucking nuts. It's literally like I'm playing Apex and I'm just looking over life. Yeah, what's up? What's up? Yeah, guess trying what's to up? trying Big to keep the, You got those questions ready? I do. All right, what, what we got? I feel like the stream may have uh, disconnected for a little bit, but is it? I think it's, uh, it's still working. But I have a few questions. One mm-hmm. first one was, 
How did your what? parents feel about you being a stoner? Okay, that's weird. You're asking uh, uh, Tim? Yes. How do your parents feel about you being a stoner? Um, I don't really have a relationship with my parents, so I don't really know how they feel about me being a stoner, to be completely honest with you. What? I don't have an answer for that one. Second question, would where would there be a secret sesh coming to the Bay Area anytime soon? Mm. Um, that's a good one. The, sure. Uh, definitely sometime soon. This year, probably unlikely. Um, I would say 2021, 2022, something like that. We used to do secret sessions in NorCal. Was it every week? Um, What's a month? We did, I did them every week for six months. God damn, I remember that shit. Yeah. Big flights. Another one was, uh, you need a block. why no longer events on Sundays? Great question. Um, be- Break that down. Because it's just, it's illegal. You cannot do them in L.A. right now. Um, so it's just impossible for us to do. Yeah, I think uh, we you kind of, yeah, spoke about how, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into all that. Yeah. Best what? and worst experience of the Sunday sessions. Gee. Worst experience is that they're no longer going on. <laughs> um, the best experience, probably our toy drives. I would say that's been the, the best. Those were good. Those were good. Yeah, toy drives are awesome. That would be it. All right. Shout out to Twitch and their live questions. Uh, that's crazy, the live questions. So I want to go back a little bit. Is that okay? What do you mean uh, you don't have a relationship with your parents? Like, how long has that been? Because you said um, you grew up, your grandma's house was down the street. Were you always with your grandma? Yeah, my grandma raised me. Okay. Um, and, yeah, I just, I, I definitely, like, went to my father's house and visited on, like, the weekends when I was younger. But uh, not, not you know, just wasn't a, a stable presence. Um, but uh, my mother was in my life till about 15 uh, and then she moved to Texas um, and haven't talked to her since then. Jeez. A little bit of a time. Yeah, a little bit of a gap. Is, is that okay? That's just. No, I'm super comfortable with it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's something that I've had to grow with as an adult. And uh, do you think that's why weed was uh, became such a heavy part? Because it was kind of um, like a I, happy place? I think definitely helped a little bit. But I think it's more so like. Uh, um, I think weed gave it, it could have been sports too, like just something to connect to and build a bond with, you know, people in either football, sports, hockey, or weed, whatever it is. It was just something to build a community vibe with. And you took that community because the secret sesh, man, that shit is. I remember you saying a little earlier how, you know, when all these other events started popping up, you just kind of didn't know how to handle it. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, well, um, I think I think it kind of it was just uh, immaturity. I think it was um, I didn't want to lose what I've built, and I felt threatened when I saw other people doing the same thing I was doing. Um, and it just took cut me, and paste. Yeah, it just took me a while to realize that that's that's a good thing. Um, that 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 they think that they they should copy me, and that by them copying, it's 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 a step behind. Because I'm, I'm not just doing the same thing over and over and over again. Um, it, it evolves. Exactly. Um, and, it, and it's shown as I, I'm one of few that, that got the license, that stuck with it, and are here. Um, it's still going. Yeah, exactly. We're still going strong. You know, we got two events on the map this year, um, and, and it, it's plenty more to come. So Secret Sesh starts in a garage. How how old are you when the Secret Sesh starts? Like when you started Shit. throwing it? Like I'm 28 now, so like seven years, 21. So 21, you're like, yo, I got this vision. I'm going to fucking create this thing. And it it blows up. 
Now, how long was it running for for uh, the two fifteen days? Like, what was it? Like four or five years? Uh, I think it was going on five years. Every Sunday. Yeah, every single Sunday. Five so, years. So roughly forty to fifty events a year for five years. She give, give or take a few, you know. I, I, Mother's days or or holidays. I, honestly, we we ran a lot of holidays. Um, it just sometimes it just didn't work. Um, but there was and there was. A six a six month period where we every Saturday we were also throwing ones in the Bay Area. So I was flying to the Bay Saturday, flying back Sunday to LA. And then like you also expanded too. You did a couple other states, not only in California. Correct, correct. Yeah, we've done uh, Colorado, which was super fun, and then uh, we did uh, Michigan a bunch, which is uh, some of my favorite events though uh, out there. Michigan. Yeah. What yeah, was definitely. what was like the the moment when you're at the session? You're like, yo, this is this is it. Like, cause I know you collabed with other events. I've known you had crazy celebrities pull up. Like, what was it when you're like, yo, we created something crazy? Um, I think that's, that's something that, uh, just recently happened. Um, because I, I've, I've never really enjoyed it. Um, I've never really like what? sat and was like, this is, this is fucking awesome. Cause I've always just been like, Hey, what, what the hell are we doing next? Um, how are we gonna? What's what's next? Because I'm, I'm I'm terrified of it disappearing, um, and I just it's want, a baby. I just want more. Um, so I think the first time I really enjoyed it was June first, twenty nineteen, when the fireworks went off. I think that was the first time because I was crying. So I think that was the first time that I really, really enjoyed what was built over the last seven years. And that was the first compliant secret sesh that yeah. you did. Yeah. It wasn't even one of the ones in the four years. Cause I mean, you've had like Ray Schremmerd, fucking, uh, 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 Action Bronson. Exhibit, uh, Action Bronson, Lil Debbie, fucking David Faustino, Dizzy Rascal, like Be Real. There's so many people that would come. I mean, Daz and Corrupt performed a couple times. I mean, we've had no, it's, it's so many crazy unreal. moments unreal. that happened uh, at the sesh, and for album you, release parties, videos being shot there, yeah. it, it's, <laughs> content being created. It, it, I wish I would have enjoyed it and soaked it in a little bit more, but that moment on June was 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 pretty awesome. You know what else I give Secret Sesh a lot of credit for is uh, creating a business for a lot of people, because mm. there was a lot of. Uh, attendees that would come and they would just come as regular attendees. They would be in the front asking for like free trim and fucking cheering and paying to get in. And now I see some of these attendees that own companies and are making a living off branding themselves or make, creating a brand and uh, distributing it, even transitioning from the traditional market to the compliant market, which is Definitely. which is crazy to see. And it's that's, I think, one of the greatest things I've seen is other people succeed uh, from an event that you'd be able to create a community of people. Because that's what it usually was, was bringing like-minded individuals together. We all had a passion for cannabis, but there's more to life than just cannabis. Definitely. And here's a place where we could all buy amazing weed directly from from the uh, farmer or the grower or the extractor, you know, and build relationships. I've seen people get jobs with brands. I've seen people create brands, and it's just crazy to see the success that so many people have made uh, from networking at the event. I think if you wanted to build a career in cannabis and you were at a secret sesh, you could have done, you, nothing would have been easier to facilitate. Yeah. It was a melting pot of cannabis careers. Um, I've seen lives changed at this event. Um, that I've seen friendships made. I've seen I've seen people get that, that are married. Yep. I've they seen babies. The, yep. I've seen fucking babies made. 
from relationships from my event. Damn, that's, that's crazy. Insane. That's yeah. insane. I've um, seen a lot of relationships. Yep. It, it's 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 nuts, man. It, it was something special that happened. That even if it stopped today and there was never another secret sesh, no one will ever take away the, the fact that it changed thousands of people's lives. Yeah, I mean, it's and been written it's, about. It's been featured. Yeah, it's crazy. It's nuts. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So now I want to talk about like, because you got one coming up uh, June sixth in the summer. Yes. Uh, summertime sesh. You know, we do, do summer winters. They're kind of fun. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, exciting. A little, little. Yeah, different. we get the hot, we get the heat, and we get the cold. We get to experience seasons yeah. out here in SoCal. Not a lot of us get to experience <laughs> the seasons, so it's a good time to fucking do it. So you got one coming up. Like, what would, what advice? Because I know there's people that are always trying to throw events now. People are saying cannabis, they want to do something in cannabis. They don't know mm. what it is. I'm sure some people get inspired coming to these events, thinking they could create events. What is some something that you would tell? Like, what would you tell 21 year old Tim? Throw in the secret sesh. That's tough. That's a tough question. Yeah, <laughs> I'd probably like. You sure you want to do this, kid? Because um, it's gonna it's gonna be a long road. It, it's it's tough to do it in today's world. Um, to just jump in if you were fresh faced and had nothing going on in cannabis, I don't. I wouldn't suggest trying to throw an event. Um, I think I would do what what I did when I was seventeen and I wanted to work in weed. Um, you go work for free, and you an internship, you find some company that you love that you think has a good mission, good people there and show your value. I worked six months for free to get my first break in cannabis. And, and it wasn't the only time that I worked for free. Um, I worked for free a couple of years after that. And every time I got a, an amazing job because they knew if I didn't get picked up by them, someone's going to walk in that store and see me and grab me. And that's, that's the number one suggestion I could do is just go work. Go go show your value. What? I think that's the key. Yes, that's what I say. I, uh, take the first job that's given to you in whatever industry it is, mm -hmm. and uh, that, like you said, just you know, be passionate about it and network too. Like it's it's that's the key. It's all about like you being able to do what you do. That's great, but now it's who knows you, not who you know. It's who knows you because they're mm -hmm. the ones that could take you there. Because we all know a lot of people, but can they really help you? No, it's, it's the people that know definitely. who you are that can. And like you said, they knew your value, and they knew if they didn't. Then someone Pick you else will. Then, yo, you, I'm a free agent, buddy. Values, who's signing me? You make your value literally scream at people, and it, it's it's okay to work for free. Like people are, oh, I'm too good for this. I need I need fifty bucks an hour. I need twenty bucks. Like, no, you don't, bro. You don't need shit. Go yep. go go work for free, and people will pay you. It's it's strange. I I, I see it all the time, and it's happened. People, the, the my best staff started for free. And they've worked their they worked their way up to where they I can't pay them enough money for their value. Value, yep. I, I literally can't. And, and that's yeah, that's that's how it is. It's the it's facts. That's what I always say. Like when I scream. tell people, like, yo, first post free. Hey. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, man. First post free, and then after that we'll talk. But and I also like have passion for what you're doing though, because if you don't have passion, then it's just gonna be work. Like you were passionate about this event. You were passionate. About I enjoy it. Putting enjoy it together. It. You were time. so passionate. You were just like focused on the future to make sure it still lasts. You weren't like, yo, I'm just gonna do this. It's gonna be a temporary thing. Like this is a forever thing. No, definitely. And at this point, man, you know, the last two years, it's definitely it's it's a forever thing at this point. You know, we're we're committed uh, to the journey. Hey, look, I went into a new dispensary yesterday, right? I was in uh, Orange County. I just like to pop into random shops sometimes and, you know, check out the vibe. Buy. I like to get custodied every now and then, you know. Okay. I need to feel that personal experience because I want to know what people, like, people are like, oh, you get all your weed for free. Or you don't know what it's like, da-da-da. Yeah. No, I buy weed too. I want to, I'll go into a dispensary and 
and vibe out, talk to the butt tenders, buy okay. some weed. So I went in yesterday to one of these brand new shops and, you know, I just was walk, talking to my butt tender and then one of the other ladies like, oh, are you the dude from the secret sesh? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> we out here. You already know, June 6th, the next one, pull up. Love it. But uh, it's just crazy because you've created an event where people recognize. Like, I know even Two-Tone, who's in the building, uh, kind of got some shit. Everyone was shout out Two-Tone. I remember that became a thing. He kind of made a t-shirt called shout out Two-Tone and was selling them. It wasn't really t-shirts, but he was out here doing shout out Two-Tones. Branding yourself, G. That's what it is. Don't be shy now, Two-Tone. You're always talking. This fool out here. So uh, now you got the secret sesh. And you're on seminars. Like, what? What is? What are people? What would you tell people about doing events? Because you went from the traditional market, which is just you know find a venue, get some people to pull up, and we're cool. But now with the compliant market, you got to get people involved. You got. I, I would have- say contact my consulting services <laughs> because it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. What but, are some like hurt obstacles that you occurred um, that you didn't think were gonna happen? That hiring the sheriffs, um, fire marshals being on my ass. On a regular basis, dealing with what yeah, you, wait, ADA wait, 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 hold on. Hiring the you have to hire the sheriffs to be at your event. Yeah, yeah, we have. And then they, in their jurisdiction, don't they're just like, yo, you're in my area, so I'll just come and pull up. We're already getting paid. Nah, they're getting paid a lot of money. What? See, overtime. I don't think people put that in their budget when they think you're like, oh yeah, police will be there. It's fucking no. You better hire all these. You want how many people you got? Forty thousand. All right, we need at least a thousand officers. It's definitely uh, <laughs> the, the police definitely drive up that uh, that cost definitely. Um, and then venues are tough. You know, you have to get city council to approve your venue. Um, that's why we're forced out into to further locations away from Los Angeles. We're into smaller cities. Um, we're thankful for cities like Adelanto that that allow us to be there um, and other cities that are in talks with us to bring our event there. So lame, too, man. Like, I want to talk about that for a second because mm. a lot of people are like, how come you don't do your event in L.A.? Or how come you're so far? Well, just so you guys know, uh, you can't have events like this in L.A. You got to, you know, like you said, being a compliant brand, you got to talk with the city, make sure the jurisdiction is cool with it. And a lot of cities don't want that shit. They want to make money off of more money than you off of it, off the taxes. Well, it's, it's not that it's like, so what I've, I've sat with a bunch of city councils now and what I've got from them is they don't want to lose their seat on city council and why they would lose their seat, bringing a cannabis festival to their city is it's, it could be a public nuisance to their constituents. Um, in their eyes, bringing 10,000 cannabis smokers to their city could be complaints can come. And, and until, until I demogra- prove that, I don't you think like I, I feel like cannabis has been normalized enough now where it's on like regular mainstream TV, music, yes. movies where, you know, I think people enjoy it now when it comes like there's a, a oh, weed, there's a cannabis cafe in West Hollywood that the line was four Hollywood. hours for like four years. Or for, like, the first fucking four weeks. There are certain places, like like West Hollywood, that those city council members aren't, are okay with it because they know they're not going to get voted out for being cannabis-friendly. It doesn't take much to, to lose your seat in city council, so they try. They want Especially to Especially in a city like L.A. that's so competitive. You know, and it's it's just going to take a lot to, right. uh, to make that happen. Um, I don't think so many people in Adelanto are trying to get on a seat in Adelanto. Well, Adelanto <laughs> is a very... A, they don't, they don't have a lot of resources, so them bringing in any tax revenue is amazing for them, and the, and the city realizes that, and they, they understand that they need that money. The mayor, L.A. doesn't necessarily they think they need it, you know, even though they do. You know, there's they massive debt, but they, they prefer storefront dispensaries 
over an event just because it's it's cleaner. It's a cleaner look. But what about all these like fucking beer fests that they do that bring in all these fucking drunks that cause chaos and fights? Like, if, if we I, can do the same shit with cannabis, no fights, be a lot cleaner. I think a lot more people who consume cannabis are more eco friendly than alcohol consumers. If, Just, uh, if I had enough money, I think I could definitely, uh, I think I can make it happen. But I'm, I don't have we'll the, lobby the that funding shit. Of, of a Budweiser or. Or any of those massive. This is what we need to do, Tim. So this is what tough. we need to do. We got all these fucking investors throwing money at brands that are just tanking. I see <laughs> brands that are like 110 million in debt, a fucking 90 million dollars down the drain, and I was like, "Yo, where the fuck did their money go?" Like, if they focused, if we fucking lobbied some laws to have events mm. in the city of LA with that much money, I'm sure events could start happening. So we should start talking to these fucking venture capitalists and these fucking fun. Uh, investors like yo, this you really want to change the game and make money? You fucking I don't think change they, the law and then you get a percentage of all events in your fucking jurisdiction. I Bam. don't think they want to change the game. I think they're gonna bleed people out until they own the market. I think that's the strategy that people aren't realizing that's in play. Um, they're they're okay losing tens of millions of dollars. They can afford to, and it's not bothering them one bit that their stock is plummeting. I promise you, it's not bothering them. They're they're comfortable losing money. Because they're they're gonna own the market once the small guys don't have the money to keep playing because they have the money to but keep I'm not playing. Even, I'm even talking about these big brands like these big. No, I know they're, they're hundred million dollars in debt, two hundred million dollars in debt. That's okay. They're they're fine. Uber hasn't made a dollar. Supposedly. No, they haven't. They lose money every year, tens of millions of dollars. They're, they're, it's 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 a strategy that these people with billions of dollars implore. They just want to own market share. It's about buying market share. It might cost them $10 billion to own the market. They're okay with that. Long term. It's a 20-year plan. It, it's, we're not even thinking. This is where I'm, I'm, I know Secret Sesh will be here because I'm fucking 20 years over here. And these people aren't thinking about the long-term plan. They're thinking, these people are losing money. They're going to be gone. They're not going to be gone. These massive corporations, they're not going nowhere. Well, uh, let's, see, let's see what happens. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen in 20 years, but... Uh, losing a hundred and ten million dollars to me—that's like that. That would I, uh, I, I, I couldn't handle that. Give me a hundred ten million. I'll help you. Give make me some one. Shit. Give me one. I, shit. I've helped a couple brands with less than that. Shit. Man. <laughs> Dude, how are we doing on Twitch? We got. Uh, are they still chilling? Yeah. Uh, the stream crashed, but it's back up, and uh, people are back in. Hi, welcome back. Everybody is saying yo. What up? We back. are. Yeah, we're chilling. Tim Brown right here at podcast. Hanging out, secret Ooh, podcast. Sesh. Is that the name of the show, Ramon? Love yeah, that. the OG podcast. OG you know, I started this podcast. back in like 2009. No, I remember bro. that. I remember it. And then I remember know, watching some episodes. Yeah, yeah. I did OG. it for I did it for like four consecutive years. Triple OG. And then, uh, you know, like shit just kind of happened. Yep. And then uh, it's relaunched as the Getting High with Show. Which okay, that's that's, yeah, that's yeah, when yeah. I started coming to the Headroom Gallery Correct. where we met. And then now that's it's, now it's back to that's uh, when I started doing it, and then uh, you know, Be Real TV picked me up, and I did three years over there, yep. of the Getting Highway Show, kind of just elevated it a little bit, and then did a couple shows with a couple networks, and then uh, you know, things happened. I said, "Fuck it, let's." They they supplied a studio. Andrew's very gracious. This is amazing too. And by said, the way. "Yo, I got the studio space because I." I have all the podcast equipment, but just to set it up every time because I don't have a studio space. Oh, but look at this though, man! Yeah, like, to set it up on. and then upload it and distribute it, I was like, you know, I'm, I just fucking don't want to do that. Mm. So Andrew's like, yo, I got the facility, I got the distribution, just bring your show here. I was like, fool, I'll bring back the OG podcast. Now there's like 200 podcasts out there. Really? When I started, it was just one. There were two wow. weed shows. One was a podcast, and now it's fucking 
Everybody wow, has a weed show. That's nuts. That's, that's great, that's, though. You, you know how that goes. Though. You start something good. And- hey, man, you know, <laughs> we, we've experienced it with the events. And like you said, at first, you're just kind of like, what the fuck? How come no one's original? And then you're like, yo, it's cool. They got the recipe, but they're not the chef. Yeah. Like, you yeah, can give facts. anyone the recipe, but not everyone will know how to cook it. No, definitely. You can get in the kitchen with the wrist and whip it and create something No, I mean, great. there, there could have been a, a million other people in, in my shoes and... and Secret Sesh could have flopped. Yeah. You know, so it definitely is a. I think the thing that irked me the most about like the other people doing events were they would come to our events mm. and like take notes and then like headhunt for vendors and shit. Yeah. And then try to throw the same exact thing and not be creative or anything. Just kind of just do that. And I was like, yo, I don't mind you doing it. Just don't come and try to take the, like, do it on your own. I feel like that, that comes down then. See, like, I felt like that was that, the, in the beginning. But I then felt I like got that in the beginning, it. but now I feel like it's it's that comes down to our job to provide a a better event, so our vendor can't be headhunted. Yeah, or or at least just you know uh, uh, provide enough knowledge for people because all the yeah educate people. Yeah, yeah, like not all opportunities are great. Mm, facts. And you gotta see you know where what what might happen. Like there's everything has consequences. You know. No, definitely. And, and sometimes it's a learning experience yeah, yeah. too. Sometimes I'm, people get too excited and just run into things without thinking. And I'm sure people that that did some of these events, you know, probably now, I'm sure some of them are like, "Damn, I could have done that a better way." I, I I know for sure that that is. I've had conversations with a few of them, <laughs> and and it's it's a learning thing. We were we were younger, you know. I, I've been doing this for seven years, and I've been working in in the cannabis industry for eleven years now. So it's I was a kid. Yeah, weren't you like butt tender of the year, like in 2010 or some shit? I didn't even know that was an award. Oh, no, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that was a star thing. quarterback, uh, award-winning butt tender. Yeah, did, weren't you like ma- like right out of high school managing a dispensary? Yeah, I lied about my age. I started working at seventeen, um, and then by the time I was eighteen, I was I was getting paid. And then I think like nineteen, I was running the store. Um, and it's cool because I still I enter I, I hang out like with family, like the, the the gentlemen who hired me, Joe and Joey, still hang out with them on a regular basis. And they're not even in the cannabis industry anymore. Like they're. They're completely out of it. Oh, what are they doing? Like apps now? No, like one is back working a normal. They're both working normal jobs again. Like the dispensary got closed. Like there's literally not even in the industry. They weren't thinking twenty years ahead. They were not. They were just. They were not. You got. You got to think ahead. It's. It's the downfall of most most brands. You know, I I feel like if you're an entrepreneur or you just you know live your you're your own boss. I think you wake up with. Uh, anxiety and you panic just like I go to sleep in a panic I wake up in a panic I'm just like I, on twitch in a panic I'm panicking right now if you see my hands I'm just playing with this shit fucking yeah, yeah. panicking it's just real life I'm in like, a panic like you're saying like, you don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow no. so just to have you know not all your eggs in one basket and kind of just spread them out and have a couple ways to fall back on is is a great thing for people and I feel like you've yeah. been doing that because I see you always posting stock quotes and and facts and then out here doing live streaming and doing events and creating brands yeah no it's uh so so i i started social media because i i the dispensary i worked at got raided and i needed to pay my phone bill i was like i'm gonna start instagram i'm gonna pay my phone bill and it's just now i want and to was that cannabis community yeah that was how did you grow that you grew that like it was like eight seven eight years ago and you were at like 100k yeah and back then it was like no, it was nuts. It, <laughs> That's like a million followers now. Yeah, no, it was. It was pretty nuts. Um, we we started selling stickers and T-shirts and posters and stuff. Yeah, just we were just one of the first weed accounts, so it was just it was new, it was fresh, so it was pretty cool. Yeah, and then uh, I know you experienced the deleting a couple times. Oh, a lot of times. Shit, <laughs> I think I've been deleted on that account probably fifteen times. But I've 
I fortunately have uh, communications with with some people, and they're able to, to as long as, as long as I'm able to provide information that it's me, they they generally give it back. Um, as long as I didn't do something crazy, like show my dick or something, right? Um, and I don't think anything else than that. You know, <laughs> I think there's a... <laughs> could have. You know, hey, that's probably the only thing he read in the terms of service, bro. Just like you, know, you can't no violate the COS. <laughs> it's probably in there, dude. This ain't chatterbait, fool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I love it. So you you created that, and uh, did you feel that that page might have helped with the secret test too of oh, people sure. understanding, knowing it? Uh, I mean, I I used that page to to fill the event, you know. So that was the key. That yeah. That was the key to social. It. That's how it was. Just social media marketing. Mm-hmm. Nothing 100%. else. No, hundred percent Instagram. And it was effective, like a motherfucker. Yeah, no, Instagram changed my life. How do you feel about Instagram now and people uh, uh, and and how they changed everything and just keep adding shit and? Uh, I mean, it's. It's like my event. My event wasn't the same seven years ago. So I mean, it's if it was the same platform today, I'd I'd be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> like, that, I mean, good for them. They're they're worth two hundred billion dollars right now. Sheesh. So, go. They're go, never go going Zuckerberg. away. What's your uh, favorite streaming app, or what's your favorite social media app, or what? Do you- now Twitch, hundred percent. When did you get on Twitch? All of a sudden, you're just like. Um, I tried it like two a year ago. Didn't really commit. Started again like a month and a half. Went like ape shit on it. And been streaming like twice a day, all day. And it's just cool. It's it's very intimate. Like I, I I get to interact with people and make friends because I don't I don't go out much. I stay inside, so I get to interact a little bit more uh, with these people on Twitch. So what so what is like a basic day for Tim? Like what's Ooh, like a regular boring. Tim Brown day? <laughs> um, you say, so you wake up and stream, or do you wait? You- yeah, I mean it just it just depends on how much work is in the morning. But I I usually. Wake up fairly early. Um, it's been a little bit later now. I've been waking up like seven, eight. What? Um, that's that's generally, early. Fool. I like to wake up like six. That's like ideal. Um, and if I don't have anything to do, I'm definitely just getting stoned out of my fucking mind and gaming. Um, but I try to get our uh, meetings, phone calls, emails out of the way for the first few hours. Um, I don't have to throw events every single week now, so my workload is definitely a little bit lower. Um, we have a couple of marketing consultant uh, things that we do, but it's it's usually within the first like one to three hours. I have everything for my day done, unless there's a later meeting, which I generally don't like to do. Um, so we've just been like the last thirty days. I've been streaming like five to eight hours a day. What? Like a, like, like a psycho. And is that is is it is you get paid off Twitch? Is there money? Uh, you you can, but I mean, it's not really doing it to necessarily get paid. It's more of a like a marketing tool for me. Um, and it's just I play games all the time anyway, so it's why not? It's an experience for me that I enjoy because I get to connect with these people and and build relationships and networks. Like I've met, I believe it. People that that love trading stocks, and I talk to him. Like, Why? more than most people. Like, I talk to him more than Two-Tone right now what? about stocks and shit because I'm trying to learn from this guy. Like, so just that's one connection that I've made off of Twitch, and it's just it's, Twitch it's a good chat time. is going off right now. Yeah. No, I, re- I remember, uh, like, when I was into video games, like, every day it was Xbox Live, and I would be playing with listeners from my podcast. Exactly. And then, like, we would meet each other at, like, cups or events Super fun. Shit. It's so and, cool. But now it's, like... It's changed because now it's visual and you can talk to fools and mm-hmm. it's like way different than like a little fucking I, one of Globmaster X X O O O. The first the <laughs> first event in June, one of our uh, like uh, I played games with him on PlayStation. He flew out from I think Washington to, to come, come to, to the, the event. event. Yeah. Hell yeah! I was like, Support. oh, it's my PlayStation friend. I was so hyped on real life. <laughs> Shout real out life. to Leo. What's, What's your up? favorite way to consume cannabis? Ooh, dabs, live rosin. Give it to me. 
Mm. What? You got some? I think I got some. There's some here. I do. Yeah, we There's have some. some. We, we do. I Damn. got the connect right here. You like? You have a connect and a giant. I got bomb. the connect and a bomb, bro. We we Psycho. do things different here. This, you know, I could have a super heady rig with like a fucking banger with a little ball in there and fucking Q-tips or glob mops or whatever. Work? Take off the lid, load the bowl. Yeah, I you can take I the whole thing it. out, detach the battery, load it's, the bowl. It's loaded. It's loaded, cover it. All right. Press the button twice. Press it twice. It'll activate. When it stops blinking, you can hit it. What I like to do is hold it down just like a lighter and just fucking keep it going. When it stops blinking, I'm good to go? Yeah. Fucking and then rules, huh? I, I also like to just press it while it's going, too, to keep the, the nail hot or the heating element hot. It's not a nail anymore. I'm so old. <laughs> And then you press, yeah, there you go. Big rips. Twitch chat is asking about the oh, lounge, the Twitch lounge at Secret Sesh. Ooh. There's a Twitch lounge at Secret Sesh? Wait, what? Are we there exclusive shit right here? What are we doing? They're yeah. asking about it. What's going on? Are we going to play video games live at? Um, so I'm working on it with uh, a few live streamers that, uh, that I've met on the platform. Um, I, my plan is to build... Because we do a general mission lounge, we do a VIP lounge, um, but I want to do a Twitch subscribers lounge. So if you're subscribed what? to our channel, um, you're going to get access to this lounge. You get a special wristband. Um, it's already free, right? To the, get into the secret sesh. Yeah, hundred percent free. Free event. You don't have to pay unless you want to be VIP. You get some perks. Yeah. But if you're on Twitch, it's free with benefits. Yeah, well, Twitch to subscribe, it is uh, five dollars a month. But once you're a subscriber, once you're a subscriber, you'll be, you'll be, you'll have access to this lounge, and this lounge will have. Live video games going on. There'll be different gaming consoles. Uh, I'm working on getting some PC setups in there so people can game. And we're going to have some live uh, streaming going on from uh, Twitch content creators. Um, haven't narrowed down exactly the, the people we're going to have, um, but I've been just, just in chat with a few of them. So I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be a nice we'll have some backwood rosin? Definitely not. Definitely not. Well, I, if I'm there, we smoking. <laughs> Why are you guys shaking your head? You've backward Rosin. That shit is delicious. So Have you tried some? I'll, we, we know it. We can try some maybe on the stream when you come on. I'll try some with you. Okay, I'll go make some. I'll go make a good batch. When are we? When am I coming on the stream? Does that mean I have to play video games? No, no. no. There's uh, Twitch. Mo the most one of the most viewed channels is just chatting. Oops, it's just chatting. So just there's no, hanging out. Yeah, you're not even playing games. So I could just be having a Twitch right here, just hanging out with fools, and just like have a little screen with comments and just talk to them and have. What? I that's, think I have a Twitch account. Where's my phone at? That's most of my stream. I like just taking dabs with people, hanging out, having conversations. It's just a good time. Let me see this shit. Where's my Twitch at? Twitch. You don't hit it? I think I have a name on Twitch. What's your, what's your Twitch? Twitch right here. <laughs> I don't think it's Adam Hill. I tried it. Someone had it. It's not. It's probably like... It's highest host. Ooh, there we go. What? The highest host. I have zero followers and zero... What? <laughs> I need that. You're I need two, that. You're not just two tone. You're two tone TV. Mm -hmm. People what? are talking about two tone gifting all the subs. All of them. He has, I think, two hundred and eleven. You got two hundred subscribers. Someone said, uh, two tone gifts all the subs. You might be lucky. I think he gifted me one too. Hey. I can't hear you. Here. Say it again. You see subs falling from the ceiling. Subs. Is that your, is that like a, a logo? Subs. Subs are subscription. Oh, I'm thinking like subwoofers, like speakers is coming down. <laughs> subs or like sub sandwiches. It just says subs. I love it. I love it. That'd be good too. I, I, need, I need a fucking. I take a sub get, sandwich right about now. Get hip on this Twitch lingo. Yeah, it's uh, I feel it's, like a boomer. Yeah, an awesome I keep platform. saying emojis. It's not emojis. It's emotes. And I've, emotes. I'm trying to transition. It's hard. I feel like a boomer. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. So 
you doing Twitch? What's your Twitch handle? Uh, Secret Sesh name Tim. Secret Sesh Tim mm-hmm. and your IG. Same thing. Secret Sesh Tim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I see you uh, uh, post a lot of like motivational, business oriented uh, posts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little quotes, little like numbers. You got into stock. I see you into stock now. Yeah, no, I think uh, a lot of the mo- motivational stuff just it's it's honestly it's selfish. It's it's mostly for me uh, just to keep myself you know focused on track, reading good stuff, staying positive. Um, the fact that people love it and enjoy it, super cool. I, I I'm glad that it's it's helping some other people too. But it's super selfish. It's I post it so I make sure I see it and read it. I want to remember it. I, I just want to see it. Um, it's like my live journal. It's like uh, I'm big on like affirmations. You know, like it, if you come into my house during festival sign festival season, you'll see just handwritten signs all over my house. Like I am powerful. Secret sesh will succeed, and all kinds. Like Tuton laughs his ass off when he comes to my house. It's fucking hilarious. Um, I, yeah, I see it. He has his thoughts. He just wants to remember. It's a moment. Secret sets um, will succeed. And then, like, the stock stuff is cool because I wish I would have started doing it when I was younger because um, it's just the the amount of money that you can you can really make work for you is, is awesome. Um, so st- stocks are super cool. Um, I, I definitely think everyone should start investing in some, some stocks. Let's do it. I'll, you'll be my stockbroker. I don't want to do that, but uh, <laughs> I, I, think, I think people should do research – Invest your money. You're wasting your money if it's just sitting somewhere as cash. You're just wasting it, and <laughs> it, it should be invested. I see you trying to make eye contact. <laughs> I see you. What's your favorite strain? Do you have a go-to? No. Uh, fuck. People ask me this all the time. Um, I think for like dabs, I guess it would be GMO. <laughs> um, and then Ugh. like I just like OG. Like fucking sweaty like, feet I just want in a locker like, room. Uh, like a piney OG if I'm going to smoke, like, flour. I think I think that's my best. I just haven't had any good OG dabs, to be honest. What? Like, like I think OG is better as a flour so than too. a dab. I think it tastes weird as, a, as like, a rosin. I think. It doesn't taste like. Har- Ooh, hardcore was a great BHL. not really an OG, though. But yeah. hardcore OG is not really an OG strain. That's but why it's, it's delicious. But, but it's, it's fire. Great, yeah. But it's fire. Yeah, it's, it's I don't great. Care There's a lot of great is. flavors. I don't know how oh, everyone yeah. is on this fucking GMO hype, like. It's not even the taste for me. It's the effect. It's very powerful. It it's fucks me up. But like the flour that the rosin's being pressed from is like 33% THC. Like that's insane. What are we doing? Are we doing? Shout out to Weavers, man. Big, yeah. Hey, big shout out to Bert too, dude. That shark was probably. We had some epic uh, creative roles. Tony Greenhand came through a couple times too. Uh, the the game. Yeah. I think that's 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 a a that's a tip for someone throwing a cannabis event. Don't get lost in the weed. Don't just focus on weed. It's not just like the weed's gonna be there. Like it, it's it's a weed event. It's going to be there. There needs to be more. What what else besides weed? What else can you do? Mm-hmm. What else is there? Yeah. Is there any more uh, live Twitch questions? Uh, an Adam and Tim obstacle race? Question mark. He would get smoked. I had what? the fastest time on that thing until I injured my finger. It would not even, check the video. I'm an, I'm it's it's not even gonna be close. You just got close. you just got the long stride on your legs. That's it. it. You can start naming things, but it's just. But I got that quickness. I'm going to win. We'll do it. You want to do a hundred yard dash outside? A hundred yard? Da- well, I thought it was an obstacle course. Well, I'm just saying right now. I don't now, know how much no obstacle pure course right now. speed I have. What push them? I oh. never push anybody. Ooh, people just ever. No, <laughs> I just protect my I path. 
tone is, I don't know if you can hear him because he's not on the mic, but he's trying to say I push people when I race, which is not true. People just tend to fall when they race me. Sometimes they're behind Some, me and they strong fall. Strong energy around them. Sometimes they try to run and I just protect myself and it looks like I push. But I'm going to need like a five foot gap next to him. Yeah, if I run. we'll do it. We'll do it. Or yeah, we'll make it. If it's I, got, I got called out on the obstacle Arms course and I definitely smoked the dude. That's all I know. Sorry, you can't win your own prize though. I was trying to. <laughs> I'm win that shit it was back. a thousand dollar cash prize. I'm definitely trying to win my own prize. Secret Sesh. Uh, secret, how can people find more information for the Secret Sesh coming up? Um, SecretSesh.com. It's the easiest place to find it. Uh, it has all the info needed. You can get tickets there. You can see who is a sponsor, what you can do, what you can't do. Um, and then you can check us out on social media on Instagram, Secret Sesh LA. Secret Sesh LA. Secret Sesh Tim. Tim in the building. What up? It's crazy to see what has happened in the past fucking almost decade that we've known each other from hanging out in the back room a secret hash lounge to uh now being one of the biggest cannabis events uh in the world so uh it's Ooh. great to have you here i've i learned a lot tim i didn't think i learned i've known you for years and i learned a lot more in this past like 40 minutes than i did i'm sure a lot of people did i don't tell anybody anything what? <laughs> and there was so much more we could talk about but the music is that yeah the music is up so i love it I love that it. means it's time to go because this is a radio show and we mm -hmm. are in a slot uh shout out to andrew appreciate you uh thank you tim brown Coming through. Appreciate you, man. Mr. Secret Sesh in Thank the you, building. Uh, June 6th, the next sesh. Make sure you pull up. There'll be a lot of exciting things. You already know Adam Miller, the highest host. Appreciate all y'all. Shout Ooh. out to Chucky out here making it happen. The live studio audience. Shout out to uh, all your people in Twitch that we're watching. Uh, everyone on YouTube, podcast, whatever you're doing, I appreciate your time. Uh, let's go. Next week, new show. Yeah, let's go. Don't forget, all the shows are on YouTube also. I don't know how y'all are listening to watch them, but you can watch them on YouTube. Listen to them on uh, the Hayes Radio app. Also, Spotify, iTunes, wherever podcasts are. We're everywhere. Yeah? Is that Ooh. right, Andrew? That's right. All right. Let's Hayes. go get higher. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Later. Show. Cause what they did, they know it was wrong